Well, hello there, partner, and welcome to episode two of Flying Land. Howdy, friends! And, um, yeah, so this is the Saturday... Um, man, this is exciting. So much stuff happened. The interesting thing was... So I didn't really know how Friday was going to pan out. Mm. I didn't, And, and uh, I had been very uh, last minute on basically arranging everything for this event. So I didn't know how the timescales were going to work out. Uh, and the cool thing about Friday is... It's just a big chill fest, essentially. Nothing really happens on yeah. Friday. And I didn't know that was a thing. I think there were encounters. There were. We just weren't involved in them. But, uh... Everything kicks off on Saturday properly. So in the morning, I wake up. Yeah, I'm having my day, and there's like some bugling going on. Yeah, and there's like bugle, bugle, bugle. Yeah, and then there's a pause, then more bugling. Yeah, and then more bugling. Yeah, yeah. So I walk over there and I'm just like, I don't say a word. And all the cavalry turn and look at me, and I'm just like, I look at everyone. And then there's the the young bugler guy, and he's like, tries to blow his bugle. I just take the bugle out of his hands, and I go to Sergeant Goodwood, uh, Goodwill, and I give it to him, and I just go, this bugle is a responsibility. Please maintain that responsibility type thing, and I hand it to him. And all the cavalry just like looking at me, and I just walk away, and then go, <laughs> slightly bugle as I go. But I love the idea of like Hennessy Jones being really fucking pissed off about the bugling that like, and everyone's like, like, oh, okay, Hennessy. I, I like, I did the again. I mean, as we spoke about in the previous episode, the the fantasy of your character and the tension that you can bring as Hennessy to any moment. Uh, and the fact that players will play along with that mm-hmm. fantasy and therefore let there be the tension that comes with the character, I think is fantastic. And, and, a, but, and a triumph and a, and, a, and a real credit to all of the other players. Yeah, I totally agree. And bear in mind, I'm, I'm not intimidating in any way in real life, but man, it's really fun playing a kind of like character that could shoot you. Yeah, well, there was, I can't remember if this happened on, because I, I saw you operating a bunch. Um, and I think this might have happened on Friday, actually. But there was a bit where somebody called you over to basically drop some kind of information where you separated from the group and went over to, uh, like, a side bit. And you were there just kind of, like, lightly thumbing the hammer on your gun as you were talking to him. Uh, and it was just like, you have these little things where you say you're not very intimidating, but, like, you you do, you know, you, you, you sell it, right? You sell the vibe of who Hennessy is. Yeah. And I think, you know... You actually do a very good job of it. Full credit to you. Cheers, buddy. Uh, no, you do. And I think it's like... And again, I think that the thing is, uh, because we're all playing in the cinematic versions as well, like, if you put that effort in, I will add the extra 20% to make it filmic, okay. to make it cinematic, okay. you know what I mean? They thought I was going to shoot a preacher last time. Yeah. And I had no intention of shooting a preacher, but it was like, it was really cool watching the kind of moment of like, mm. man, like... Hennessy at any moment might draw the iron and yeah. just plug the fucking preacher is like yeah. really great yeah cool. I, I love it so thank, good. You. thank you player base um, so we all head to town and there's going to be the mayoral election yeah. okay which is going to be like so we all grab some seats everyone's like hanging out and then there's a little bit of a delay and then we had the different candidates show up uh, Mr. Taffy made a bit of a, a, a pre-speech 
letting everyone know that he was about freedom yeah. and not taxes yeah. and uh, that, you know, freedom. A lot of freedom chat. Yeah, and there was um, a, a, probably a good time to bring in some of the other candidates who were standing. There was uh, Mr. Um, Valentine. Who, Lord, Lord Valentine, Valentine, sorry, who is a fantastic character. Oh, he's dope, dude. Uh, and plays it so well. He, and, and it's like a really good like antagonist slash, slash counterpoint to what you guys represent. Yeah. It was he, very He fun. had a, a poster that was uh, included such things as no hats indoors. Yeah. Uh, and Hennessy's all about that freedom, so he yeah. was very much against that. And bear in mind, like, Hennessy and uh, Mr. Valentine actually get on quite well mm. uh despite our our disparate natures yeah but like hats and doors is is a is a freedom yeah we must protect i i was i sort of decided that like i had this whole thing of like you know i've been i've essentially fled like north to south essentially in on the continent then east to west basically just seeking freedom and outside of the rules as much as I can like a lawless situation yeah. works to my advantage so Jasper is pretty much like uh, like basically trying to lay the whole the seeds of like you know these this is this is how it begins you know when they start telling you all these kind of things yeah what you can and can't do yeah all this kind of stuff it was great and we were, um, it was so much fun uh, Mayor Carson was up for re-election yeah um, I really loved Mayor Carson there by was the way. a really cool doctor character mm. um, she fucking slapped like yeah, 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 she's yeah. a she's a legit yeah. role player generally like yeah. kind of playing a nice actually nice person mm. trying to do the best that they yeah, can yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Taffy, who was spoken about, <laughs> and the lady from the council, who's an NPC player, who also seems to actually genuinely care about what care happens about the in town. the town. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what happened was, they all come out, they do a speech, and then we get to ask them questions. Yeah. And every time I ask a question, I stood up and I go, <laughs> "My name's Hennessy Jones." <laughs> And then I'll ask my question. I did it every single time. Oh my gosh. Like the ego of Hennessy is so crazy. <laughs> so good. It's so fucking wild, dude. And it's like, oh my gosh. It's like always be closing. Yeah. Always like, Mr. Taffy, why do you love America so much? <laughs> or it's clear. Oh no, what was my question? With all of your business sense, uh, how do you think you're going to make the town better? Like a complete yeah. setup. Yeah. Um, like um, when you're talking to Lord Valentine, you're like, "Why do you hate freedom? Yeah. Why like, do you hate freedom?" Um, what I say to the, the the doctor lady, like, "My name's Hennessy Jones, and I believe taxes theft. <laughs> do you agree?" <laughs> it was so good, uh, like really funny, and everyone yeah. was just like, "We know you're Hennessy." As soon as I starts to stand up, even the guy that was doing the master of ceremony stuff was just like. Gave me a warning. I was just like, I will use my democratic right to speak. <laughs> it's so good. Mr. Valentine, Lord Valentine, why do you hate freedom so much? So good. So good. It was great. And then, so they decide they'd close it with Mayor Carson, mm -hmm. uh, who is the incumbent, doing his speech. So he delivers this speech. He was fucking great. I love Mayor uh, Carson dude, throughout the whole event. Mayor Carson is... Uh, he... He's a really nice guy, OC. Yeah. And but I love the way he plays the corrupt, yeah. dodgy, 
mayor of a small town. Absolute son of a bitch. He nails it so fucking well. Like, he's like, he's likable enough that you're like in favor of him, but you know he's a crook. And it's so good. Like, um. (laughs) I'm not a crook. (laughs) I'm not a crook. Um, It's so good. The, but okay. So I'm sitting there. Yeah. And I see a bunch of the crew lying the side. Yeah. And I see a bunch of them have ear defenders in. And I'm like, my guns are definitely loaded. Something's about to kick off. Yeah. But what happened next was like, I, I, if you told me, like, what do you think happens next? We pause time and you say, what's going to happen next? I would have never guessed what was about to happen next. So... The, Matt Carson's giving his speech. He's talking about how, you know, he loves the town, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and he's kind of, you know, going throughout his kind of thing. And then all of a sudden there's like this little ringing sound. It's like, like bell sound, like a... Yeah, and he's, like, like, a and he's like, what's that sound? And he looks over to this thing. And then kind of, that it was so well done. Because then everyone looks over towards you the direction of the yep. And then, boom! The fucking door and the fucking windows just explode out of the saloon. The door of the saloon blows off. There's smoke and debris. There's yeah. a giant fireball. Fuck the crew me. who have all lined themselves up to essentially be both a safety barrier and there as characters throw themselves on the ground and obviously more crew then come in to basically like lay there as if they've all been cut up by it. It was, it was fucking so awesome. good. The bits of little bits of debris falling down on yep. us. It was fucking incredible yeah uh go to our our facebook page there's a there's a video that let us share on there it was fucking amazing yeah i love a boom yeah i love a boom a and boom. to have a a big fuck of explosion actually it, had, it was a multi-stage explosion as well when you like watch the door slow motion out and then they'll fucking the they, windows they go fire up the debris afterwards it was yeah. really well done so h who's one of the guys who did the explosion um he walks past me and goes, that's a pretty good thing for a birthday, isn't it? And I'm like, fucking <laughs> A. That was fucking great. It was great. And they they had like smoke all on the inside. And yeah. they, they had like lighting in there to make it look like it was on fire, which yeah. they were kind of pushing through the smoke. We had to get like buckets. Yes. So then they start calling for water to put it out. Obviously, everybody is like drawing their weapons as well because they're not sure what's going yeah. on. You know, so and then suddenly we start having this thing where we're all kind of get going to get pails and throw it on the yeah. thing. And... What was really cool was it's kind of unnecessary because, but we decided for like we would make a chain and we would all make a chain and pass the buckets down. Uh, it was just it, so all of a sudden everyone's included in the town effort to sort of put out this fire. Man. Such awesome game! It was so much fun. The the I tried to go in. And they were like, "No, it's too hot in there. It's too hot in there." So I backed off away from it. But after a couple of minutes, people actually went in. Yeah, Mister Taffy. Yeah loves this town so much that he was one of the first people in yeah and he certainly wasn't in there to search people's pockets <laughs> he certainly wasn't doing that I am slightly disappointed I didn't get to go in because that so would have been I great. went in fairly early because I was like uh, towards the end when we, after we put well, the, the fire was, out like someone kept yelling it's too hot to go in there's too so I just figured okay it's a it's a uh, an effects thing yeah not to go in there yeah. but I didn't realise that people actually were allowed to go in I would have loved to have gone in but, uh, um, no I think basically it was like there was like a game point when it was we'd put enough of the fire out that you could go in basically yeah 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 because uh, like I saw uh, Taffy go in I decided that I would essentially um, like sit 
like at the door essentially and just like keep an eye on everything because that's very much like Jasper is like keeping an eye on stuff all the time yeah you're a watcher yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's like uh, the guy in the street corner who will like be the guy who tells people or gives a little whistle yeah. uh, which is a bunch of times I was like giving little whistles to people to make them aware of stuff and things which was kind of fun um but then I kind of like there was little things like I I don't think it really amounted to anything. But I was like looking in like, and I thought I can see a jacket down there. Like whose jacket is that? Uh, and I sort of found and I was like a certain person's jacket. I think it might have been the bar person's jacket and stuff like that. It was kind of fun. Like added a little bit of crime detection to it. But when we were putting the fire out, it was so much fun because we were all passing them all this stuff. And the guy to my left who was passing me things would just be describing all of these different things in the well that he was passing to me, and it'd be like. It's like yoga, it's like, it's like, you know, beer, it's piss, it's horse piss. <laughs> we're like, Any fluid. Yeah, and it's like, this world's remarkable. <laughs> we're just drawing all this Also, by the way, shit. it was like every, everything you could store water in was yeah. passed down that line. So good. Uh, pails of milk, yeah. um, everything. Yeah. It was so good. Also, I love the... the the, the unifying of the town. Yes. And it's one thing that was a big theme for this event was the unification yeah. of the town. Yeah. And all these disparate groups that are like, hey, we may hate each other and want to shoot each other a lot, but we care about the town. And there was this big, under, uh, uh, like, it was one of the big themes of it. Anyway, we hear that, I'm going to tell you how sure I heard, but... I missed the main posse going out. Mm. And we heard that there was a posse going out. Yeah. So we followed on behind. Yeah, I was with you. Almost. You were you yeah, with yeah, me yeah, at that yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. So we headed out and we heard that Miss V, who's the uh, the, the, the bartender yeah. at the bar, had been kidnapped. Yeah. I'm not even sure we were aware of that at that point. But we head down some trails and we're like trying to find people. And eventually, like... It was so good because it was like it was your first gunfight, yeah, right? It was my first gunfight, yeah. So I'm Hennessy Jonesing it up, right? I've got my double pistols, right? Yeah. And I think you just said double pistols looks fucking cool with you, bro. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. And it was just like, and we we head down, we go through like this uh, little corridor of bushes, and we head up to like a, there was a building, wasn't there? Yeah. And then we head around the building, and then there's like we all kind of like crouch down and we're waiting, mm. and then like. We hear some gunshots go off. Yeah. And then we're like, let's go! And we were yeah. like, just go on. So we, then we push round into this kind of wooded area, which is like a bunch of deadfall in there, essentially. And this, uh, these kind of various... Um, by the way, we're in this kind of area, which is part, owned by the Forestry Commission, uh, which is just awesome. Like, I mean, it's like a real kind of... Uh, amazing trails. Like, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful place anyway. But you have all these kind of like uh, forests... This kind of like deadfall, big chunky trees that people are using as cover, like branches. There's like it was pretty chaotic, yeah, right? It was chaotic. I mean, I basically I go in. Um, I remember like I was behind you. Uh, you kind of like literally like went forward, like double pistoling just to get to the. You go to the right, and you're like bang, 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 like four shots yeah. as you move in. I'm like, I'd forgotten to put my ear protectors in because, like, it's one of those things where it's like first gunfight, right? I'd, you learn pretty fast. And I was like, blammo, those go in. But, like, not before I've, like, run forward. As you go to the left, I kind of come behind you, just, like, going forward, like, bang, bang, bang. And I'm kind of, like, down behind this tree. Um, and you learn also very quickly that it's a good idea to count bullets. 
as Very, well. I am constantly reloading. Yeah. As soon as there's even the slightest protection and lull in combat, yeah. I'm reloading. Six shots is not many shots. It was so good. So I end up at this tree uh, with some... Or like I'm at the front. How like, did, by the way, how did you find the smoke and sound? Amazing. It's so good. And also the uh like the play you can have with the different people shooting. So like as as you cuz you kind of were blasting and you went to the right and then they after you'd move they kind of run forward two of them, right? So I'm there I'm then behind you and I kind of go and I immediately like bang bang and I take down one with an axe and the other one's got like a pistol out. But it's kind of cool because again they're choosing how they're taking their hits. So like one of them like the guy with the axe he like fucking throws himself back and that goes flying the guy with a gun kind of goes down to like one leg and he's like shooting at me as i get into cover and, and you're able to do that kind of thing where it's like you can just kind of almost like twist your body and like dramatically flare as if like you know the bullets just flown past you kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah and i'm like I go, I go to shoot and i get like a misfire it doesn't quite work so i'm like shit so then i'm like behind the thing and i kind of the, you know it's one of those things where the, like the gun was fine it was just like it didn't but for some reason it didn't go that time um, but that just made sort of cool tension. I'm behind this bit of woods, randomly, and there were some of like the the trackers who kind of pushed forward. And this kid, this kid. Has, oh my god, the kids! The kids are incredible, by the way. But one of the kids is there, and he's like got this little shank. It was so good because <laughs> it was like I got there's me, the kid, and this guy with like a long rifle, and he's like the guy with the rifle is like poking up, like bang, <laughs> like bang and I'm like leaning around the corner like pow, 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 like it, and then I'm like click 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 and I'm like shit gonna yeah, yeah 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 and, and like early on you're like you run out of bullets and you're like oh shit like yeah having been in a few gunfights now I'm like always be reloading the kid was incredible he was like come on mister you gotta reload we're in trouble here it was like so good the kids are really good in fact there was one kid uh, specifically who was unbelievably good yeah. I think it was his first event but I remember him saying to Eve who wears an eye patch yeah um oh keep that up I'll, I'll poke out your other your good eye yeah. and I was like how old is, is this that? the guy the, the kid in the blue with yeah. The, yeah how yeah. old is that fucking kid like yeah. that's the amazing like yeah, yeah so kids good. Were so good yeah yeah it was amazing and then the cool thing was uh, like while I'm reloading somebody comes like crashing over the top with like a saber out and I'm like, I've got my little stabby knife, so I like shank him. <laughs> he collapses down. And we have like this, I'm just like, stab, 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 stab. And then the kid's there, and he's like, stab, stab, stab. It was so good, the two of us. Just shanking up this dude. Stabbing a person. Oh, it's so good. So dude. there's like a, there's a really nice, like, uh, the, hats off to the crew, by the way, as always. Um, there's like pushing around the left flank, pushing yeah. around the right flank, and we're like moving up, and there's a bit of confusion, and some people people are shooting, and we're trying to make our way up. Then they do these like like banzai charges, yeah. and you're like, there's a whole ripple of gunfire. Some people go down, some people get through. And we're all blasting, and then we, eventually I start moving forward. But like the other thing about being Hennessy is Hennessy's like totally comfortable in the gunfight. Yeah. He's like, what's going on? And I'm like. Let's get up there and get into them. Like, I'm just, like, always, like, really, uh, like, I find gunfights really fun. Yeah. And, like, uh, killing people is a great time. Yeah. Um, we start heading forward. We get through, like, a few rounds of, like, bad guys coming at yeah. us. 
And then it turns out that, like, Sergeant Cole has been taken hostage. Right. And they're like, put your guns down. We're, we're, we're going to kill him or whatever. And I'm like, I'm moving forward. Yeah. And, like, Ruben's right At behind this me. point, Here, me on. and the tracker with a long rifle, we're flanking left. So we kind of, like, are trying to get behind, sort of behind and to the left of them. So we can kind of, like, basically open up on them. Yeah. I'm like, Hennessy's, like, moving forward. And he's like, I look at the scene. And it's like, everyone's kind of, like, ready to go. And then Sergeant Cole is like, he points at his stomach and looks at me and, like, nods. And I'm like, oh, man. And he goes, he nods again. And I'm like, point at his stomach. And I'm like, bam! (laughs) And he goes down. And then there's just this ripple. Bah, 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 it was great. And it's just like, all of them are like, <laughs> so good. And like, we, we kill all of them. Yeah. And then I'm like, I like rush forward. I'm like straight up there. I'm like, what you got for me, you son of a bitch? And I'm like searching everyone immediately. Oh my God, you learn to loot so quickly. Oh man, always be looting. Always yeah. be looting. I got, I got, I got banked like, from looting and so many bullets. <laughs> like, bear in mind, like, my friend... Like, potential love interest, Sergeant yeah. Cole, is lying on the ground, bleeding to death for a gunshot I gave him. And I'm much more interested in looting money. people. Get that money. Gotta get that money. Yeah. Um, but it was like, you know, and then, like, Sergeant Cole's, like, having fits and stuff. And it's just like, you're okay, Sergeant Cole. Like, this ain't gonna kill you. You're fine. And, like, like Hennessy's fucked up. Yeah. Hennessy's fucked up, man. Like, yeah. Like, he doesn't believe that Sergeant Cole's going to die. Yeah. Despite having just shot him. Yeah. Burt hole in him. Yeah. And people were like, did you shoot Sergeant Cole? He was like, he asked me to. Like, it's... <laughs> Man, it was so good. At, it, it how did you great. feel about that first gunfight, though? Like, It was really good. Uh, it, 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 The cool thing as well was it's like, it's high action. Um... And then you get this kind of chill afterwards as well, which yeah. is kind of nice. And that's actually something for the whole event. There's like, um, like the the firefights and the running around is very intense. And then you get just an opportunity to go back to camp and just chill and relax, and you can peace out and stuff. It was great. There was a nice kind of tempo, kind of, or you can just throw yourself back into something as well. Yeah. It was think, really good. I, I, I really enjoyed the fight. I think it's really important to say like, like they do it as part of the briefing where they're like sometimes. The bullet may miss. Sometimes you have a magic bullet. They will shoot down two people. Yeah. Like, being... It's not about, like, being the guy that kills people or... Either either side selling. I'm going to use wrestling terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling the fucking thing. It's about the wall of noise... The excitement, yeah. the fucking the the it, it's just so fun, isn't it? Oh, like man, it's uh, so good. Like you, you get to really fucking get into oh. the shit, you know. Man, there's a, the 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 firefight later uh, is great. Like there's a bit in it which is like I talking about the bounty show. The the one against London Jack. Yeah, right? uh, we'll, we'll get, get we'll, we'll get, get to that. Ian. It's so spoilers. Good. A, I know it's so good. Spoilers. It, um, it's the best combat moment of my entire LARP. Ian, you talk because I need to go and find something from a bag which I forgot to get. Sure. So, um, the other thing with like the, just the shootouts and stuff is just like there's uh, all of these, it's very kind of characterful in the way you kind of get to look 
uh, all of these different people doing their thing like as you say like Hennessy's got this kind of very badass attitude where you all like walk out and just start blasting other people are like you know quite tactical and and also like the different weapons like watching people how they work with like a rifle right and they'll be like there's a they'll be like that's all set up the rifles on the ridge or something and you get these kind of really cool elements the long rifles are so cool right um you got your little paper out there. We get back to town, and Eddie, who plays Sergeant Cole, who is a fucking... He's a baller dude, man. Yeah. Like, look at this shit. Um, the paper gets released. Yeah. Okay? Uh, the Goodwill Gazette. Yeah. And this thing is... Like, it's fucking glorious. Look at this. It's, it's a got a depiction of... Um, Mr. Dubois getting shot on the front. Yeah. It's got loads of articles. It's called adverts. And, and basically, they, they let people know, like, Dr. Um, L. Uh, McVanderborn, who's the cool Scottish doctor, yeah. is like, there's an advert for them on the front. All this cool shit in here is like, for one event, like, I'm going to keep this paper. Yeah. This is a great memory and like a snapshot of like, actually what's happening in the town yeah and like these cartoons which are of the era yeah and like the the this is a depiction of the um the the surgery that was done on sergeant cole because he had like actual surgery yeah and i i know who these characters are so good like these are people i know yeah and it's, okay. and it's drawn by the way really like in the style uh, of the time of the era and there's it's a little thing about the Sasquatch there there's a little Sasquatch down here so uh, good Trappers Union yeah uh, which, it's great uh, I hate unions and there's um, a little thing about you isn't there uh, well on the back page yeah I'll quote now yeah um, hearts heave and halt for handsome hunk and an extract from the writings of Miss Florence Booker entitled Hennessy Jones America's sweetheart. <laughs> so I read the whole thing. It's only so a couple of paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. It's so good though. I just yeah, I'm gonna read. And it. this is an actual character in the game. Uh, Florence Booker is an amazing yeah. character. Who, uh, we haven't actually. She's a reporter yeah. who is like has only ever seen the best sides of Hennessy Jones. Yeah, and therefore thinks Hennessy is great. We kind of got a on board basically with the with the gang uh, and stuff it, but like uh, through ignorance or just through uh, the, the, the slow temptation of uh, the charisma of the sticky hand gang and affiliates uh, it, having her kind of like phenomenal character by the way when one imagines the American ideal of a cowboy one does not realise they're imagining the fine upstanding citizen an independent business owner of the new Devil Dog Saloon, Mr. Hennessy Jones. With his ch- uh, charming dark hair and manly moustache, his grace and gentlemanly manner are exemplified in his handsome attire, usually seen all in black with a dashing black hat and s- with silver studs. Of all the people of Goodwill, Hennessy Jones is a man of principle protecting villagers, speaking up for the town's reputation against villainous influence and supporting local businesses. 
It is without doubt that Hennessy Jones is a man to be trusted to support in the upcoming endeavours of the Devil Dog Saloon. I encourage all readers to disbelieve any slanderous, nasty and downright untrue rumours that may be spread about this uh, fine figure of respectability. He is truly America's sweetheart. Once again, speaking for the staff of the Goodwill Gazette, its readers and shareholders, Mr. Ulysses J. Kern must explicitly explicit in stating that the newspaper cannot comment on the veracity of this opinion piece. However, those that have crossed paths with the handsome Mr. Jones do indeed confirm he leaves an impression on many folks that is not easy to forget. His, re- his reputation truly does precede him. This is one tiny article yeah. in a giant paper. It's so fucking good. The whole thing is just written. It's it's it, in that in that st- like all the different people who contribute to it, all of the things, and and I think this is. I mean, the same is true of what like the the stuff in all, all the different LARPs. Like the the people who put a lot of time into this sort of stuff, this world building. It's I think world building is, that is so appreciated. Dude, when the paper gets released, yeah. Like, people are just sitting around reading yeah. the paper, and it adds to the whole thing yeah. of being, we're in a Wild West town, and yeah. the, the, the news just came in. Yeah. There ain't no television, there ain't no internet. You it's got... the hot gossip in town. It's the hot gossip and, uh, in town. So me, um, Phyllis, and Wyatt were all basically sit, sitting as a little huddle, like, with two copies of this paper opening up, just, like, having a giggle, catching up on the latest gossip in town. It was fantastic, dude. It was so much fun. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. Um, right. Then we hear about a bounty. Yeah. And we got to mount up. Yeah. It says London Jack. London Jack and his gang. And his gang is Which out. turns out to be a lot bigger than we thought. Well, okay. I heard afterwards. London Jack yeah. had had a relationship with a Scottish lady. Right. And what we bumped into was a fight between two gangs mm. that was like from a jilted lover okay but from our point of view it why don't you take us away and tell us like how we because we were together for at least a st- we, well, most start, of it right the start we were together uh so basically we kind of push through um actually i go up because you're down in the main section no 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 yeah we go up on the, on I, the top uh, on the ridge with, yeah yeah the long guns go up to the top right but we go there as like support and we're them. going up there yeah, go on. Yeah, and then um, we come across, like, basically a group who are shouting stuff. I think this is them having a dispute with the other group, but we couldn't really work out exactly what's going on. It didn't matter, though. It was very chaotic. Yeah, it was very chaotic. But we start... Uh, you're up there with the long guns, and I start sneaking around through the tall underbrush, basically, to get close. And I'm kind of keeping an eye on you guys with the guns and stuff, just so we're ready to basically uh, jack in a box. I should say, at this stage, I'm, like, sneaking up, they see me. And then the McCall boys, yes, who I think were out there trapping, yeah, were like, "It's okay, they're friends." And I'm like, I'm so confused because I'm yeah. I'm in LARP mode, and therefore yeah. NPCs in the woods probably mean giant gunfight. Yeah, yeah. So I head up and start walking over to the McCall boys to be like, "What the hell's going on?" And there's all these people in kilts, yeah, okay, in Scottish garb. Go on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, from from, from I think you like when it kicks off. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what instigated it, so you might be able to describe that better Mm-mm. than me. Okay, so basically, all of a sudden, there's some blasting down at the bottom of the ridge. 
And then at that stage, all bets are off. Somebody comes at me with some kind of blade. They get blasted. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Straight away. Yeah. Um, and then I'm moving like alongside you as long guns are giving support and we're just walking around <laughs> blasting people. I have to say, you are just like, literally like, bam, 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 bam. Just, and so, it's so good watching you operate. So London Jack comes running out. Yeah. And I shoot him a couple of times and someone else shoots him. And he falls down. And I run up to him. And I'm like, did that warrant say dead or alive? And I'm like, best not to be too careful. And I get out my fucking big Bowie knife. I start stabbing him. <laughs> oh, I stab him once under the ribs. And then they're like... You idiot, we need him alive. And I'm like, hey, a lot of people are stabbing people. So I, <laughs> and bear in mind, London Jack is played by a guy called Harry. Who's so good. He's a fucking lich. Um, he's Harry. Okay, little shout out to Harry. Harry's the guy who, when I went to go and monster with yeah. Dawn. Yeah. And they hooked up. That's Harry. Every time I loot Harry at Flying Lead, yeah. he always pays out. He's always got $10 <laughs> for Hennessy Jones. He's like a he's like a guarantee. I love looting him. He's always got something on him. He always looks after Hennessy. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, all right, what you got on you, son of a bitch? Why he's bleeding out? And he goes, and he lifts up his hat. He just yeets a snake at me. I'm like, you son of a bitch. That's so good. You always pay out, Harry. You always pay out. And this time, I get snake. <laughs> So I'm like, oh! Yeah, all of a sudden you were rolling around and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And you were like, you, you were like, you were kind of like, in, in, I couldn't understand I was, what you were saying. I right? was belly aching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was so good. It as. Uh, but then obviously I got the, the impression that a snake had bit you and I was like, I was just calling out and I, I can't, was it Phyllis? Or it was Phyllis came, came charging up, up the hill. Oh man. And she's give like, me a potion. She's playing like an 80 year old, 86 year old, again, the age keeps increasing year old um, person who basically comes and dotters up to you and is like with a shaky hand trying to like do all this stuff. It was so good. Uh, you can take Millie out of Empire, but you can't take Millie out of her playing Phyllis. And she came running to save me and it was so good. Um, but then we started like heading down the hill right and we went to that little gully area yes and then things got real fucking serious yeah so they start pushing back at us hard I get separated so I get separated from you the the first time okay and there's me uh, and I'm basically like reloading okay and this guy comes at me uh, with um, with like a, a like a machete or something okay and I'm like, got this little blade out. So I pull it and like slash him on the arm, right? And he throws the blade aside and then he just goes and like socks me, like, like <laughs> <laughs> with the other hand. But like, you know, and I've been, and I've never like a done, stage punch, right? I've never done like stage wrestling or punching. But like, the way this sold was this is the best LARP combat I've ever had. Okay, so he socks me, I go down and the knife goes flying to the side, right? And then we're like wrestling on the ground and he grabs the knife and he's like trying to like drive it into me and I'm holding him. And we're all, it's one of, the, he did it so well because it was like, there's no, he let me yeah, there's direct no, exactly, exactly, like he, he, I was in control of his arms, yeah. right? So I was like doing the whole thing where he's like going closer and I'm letting him come closer yeah, and yeah. the blade's like tickling against like the thing and then I'm forcing it back and then it's like, 
he's like I, I know I'm like <laughs> so I've got like a um, a hip flask in my pocket and that's got like knocked out because I, I pulled it out to have like a quick swig and that got like knocked away so I'm like wrestling with him so then I just like <laughs> as we were wrestling with this knife I just pick up this hip flask finally it was like one of those things I was like reaching for it just as the knife was gonna go I just pick it up and I just go bonk with <laughs> his hip flask on the side of his head and he just goes like stiff and it's like oh <laughs> and like collapses over to the side so it was amazing is that the guy I stabbed up I man it was such a like it was so fun I think maybe you came in afterwards and stabbed him yeah 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 he was like yeah. dazed and I yeah, was yeah, like yeah. I, I just picked up the, it was him. so good it was like it was but this whole sequence was amazing it reminded me of like you know that scene in Saving Private Ryan where the knife fight's going on upstairs it's fucking brutal yeah it was like that. That whole bit down in that gully bit where everyone's kind of out of bullets and guys are charging out and we're shooting them as yeah. they come in. And it was so fucking good. Um, eventually there's like calls for like, if you can move, yeah, it's time to leave. Yeah, I've been cutting the arm at this stage uh, because he, he kind of, he got me with a knife with like a cut because it was a nice thing. So I managed to redirect it from going into the throat and it when I goes into my arm and then there's like, we ain't got time to bandage arms, let's yeah, get going yeah, yeah. or stuff like this. And we headed down that little, there's a pathway out and the Scottish people were involved at this stage. Mm. Really confused. Uh, which is great, by the way. That's certainly not a criticism. Yeah. The anarchy of the fight was fantastic. So um, we start pulling back. We have a slight pause in the corridor. I reload. Yeah. And then it's like, um, then we're like, right, we've got to get the fuck out of here. Jasper, you good? And you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm good. And then yeah. we like get up and start walking away. So we're pulling away. back. And then I see Wyatt and um, and uh, John from the McCall Boys is basically holding this structure to basically allow everyone to withdraw. Uh, so I'm like, I've I've just reloaded my gun, and I think Dude, I think you were spent. I no, I'm like a little way at the path, and like most people are heading up the hill to get out, mm. and um, they make this big rush. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, no, before the big rush, I yell over, Jasper, we got to get the hell out of here, and you're sat by the the building, yeah. reloading, yeah. I'm like, gotta get the hell out of here. And you look at me and go, you acknowledge me, but I'm in all the chaos. Yeah. And then, like, three of them jump out, and I'm like, this is the most kills I got in the short amount of time. Was like, bam, bam, bam. And I shoot three of them dead, Amazing. like, right there. And then I'm like, I look over at you and John, and yeah. I'm like, they're on their own. Like, yeah. I, I just start charging up the hill to get out of there. Dude, it was so good. Because I didn't want to leave John. Because, like, uh, he, he was basically, like, shooting down the range to basically, like, with the long rifle, basically allowing people to go. And all of a sudden, like, I've just reloaded. Somebody you just comes... so fucked. You were out firing around the corner with this axe, right? And again, it was just this cool bit of, like... So he goes in for, like... He closes very quickly to John. Uh, that the player plays John and does this kind of big sweeping attack, right? That gives loads of time for then John to like parry with the rifle, right? And it's all like, and it was just like one of those moments where it's just like, you wouldn't be able to do this if everyone was treating it, you know, like how Empire Combat is, where it's kind of competitive, yeah, right? Uh, which is not a criticism of that, by the way, because yep. I, I really enjoy that as well. Yeah. But like these cinematic moments of like the classic, like, 
ah, parrying with a thing and like locking off the, the blade at different angles. And, you know, John's kind of struggling to find some kind of hand weapon. He ends up getting taken down. Somebody else comes around the corner. I've got my little knife shank. Uh, somebody somebody else then come ra- comes around and like I it's, stab him and he stabs me. It's bloody and yeah. desperate and awful. Yeah, right? I'm like, I like shoot like somebody who's then approaching John um, but I'm like stabbed up and like lay as like the, a dead person on top of me. Somebody else comes around and is just like blade to my throat, kind of like you know, give it up. And I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> this is one thing that's really uh, good about the briefs in uh, I LARP is it's okay to fucking lose, yeah, because it might lead to a hostage situation or a rescue mission, yeah. and it's like that's that's built in that's built into the cake. So, yeah. despite you being a badass, it's okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I got this impression. Uh, I, I kind of got this. It, it, the, the game kind of gives you this permission where I was like, now I'm going to stay with John. And if we both get out, it's amazing. And we're badass. It was quite clear after the first few guys, we weren't going to get out. And then at that stage, I was like, but the, it feels like. It feels like there's still game to be had. Hey, it's not just going to be imagine, that we're down and there's a bleed count. Imagine in like bullets flying around. You're stuck in the area, yeah. and then eventually you're cut. You're bleeding. Yeah. You your your guns out of ammo. You got to give it up. Yeah, and you're like, all right, I surrender. And then yeah. it's just like, and then it leads to more game. It was so, so good. good. So we get we all get carried off. Like um, John had just been like a badass. So like they were like properly like chatting with him he's like got great personality great charisma is just like awesome RP and then they kind of notice that I'm kind of there slumped uh, like bleeding out <laughs> like from a, like a side wound uh, like I've been stabbed in the arm stabbed in the side like they've they're like my pistol's kind of out of my reach kind of thing they're like yeah we're, we're taking that and the cool thing is they kind of they don't take it they just kind of give it back to you and yep. say for, for RP purposes I've got your gun um I, I kind of asked somebody later on, like, I've got my knife, uh, like, because I wasn't sure how this would work, because I've kind of got it tucked away. Shut the fuck up! But I wasn't sure if, like, because like, they padded me down. I'm like, oh, you they, didn't check if they, me. If they, I, if they, and bear in mind, like, padding down is one of those things where I'm searching you, Yeah, I do role play, not actually making yeah. physical contact. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So they, they say, and I'm like, uh, you didn't check my hat. Right, and I have the blade hidden inside my hat. You have a blade under your hat? (laughs) So I'm like, I asked this person, like, is that cool? And then, like, what was cool is they were like, yeah, if you can pull that off, you can go for it. I didn't. No one expects the blade hat. (laughs) So I had, like, underneath my hat was this little little stabby blade. I didn't end up using it. There was definitely not a chance to use it. But I remember we came back and they were like, they got some hostages. And we had to come back and, like, meet some Scottish folk. There was this big standoff, and you guys got marched out. Yeah, it was. What was the negotiation? I didn't get to hear much of that. So originally, they were kind of uh, trying to gauge what our value was, Um, and it's one of those things where it's like everyone's talking about all different skills they had. Basically, there is no good answer. No, but I realised I talked myself into a position where I had made myself unvaluable, which is the worst situation you could be. That's good. So I was like, and they were like, "So what you're trying to say is you don't have any value?" And I was like. Hey, I'm worth at least ten dollars. 
Well, I, I was like, oh, you know, if you ask the Sticky Hand Gang, they'll have some money. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. But they're like, I have no idea who these people are, right? And then, um, and it's like, so why shouldn't I just gut you right now? It's like, well, because of my charm and my wit. Mm. And then it's one of those things where you, when you say that and you haven't actually thought of anything to follow it up with, this guy's like, well, go on then, whip me. <laughs> and I'm like... Really having a thing up my sleeve, and they're like, "Tell me a joke, funny man." It's <laughs> so good. And they're like, <laughs> we were kind of progressing on, and then later on, this guy, this amazing uh, crew member, by the way, uh, is like behind me with this uh, gun. He's like, "If the gun goes bang, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> if the gun goes click, you might just survive." <laughs> what sound would you like the gun to make? And I went click and then he's like shame for you I've got this blade here and that don't go bang or click (laughs) (laughs) and I was like well if the blade went bang it would be one hell of a blade (laughs) it was so good it was awesome RP anyway we ended up doing this thing where we get marched out to this area to do negotiations I think they wanted like $40 a person um, in the end uh, and I'm not sure if that got paid or not there was there's classic I western double crossing not paid so um, we get marched out one at a time we managed to take one of them hostage I think that go it, oh yeah it all kicked off it all yeah. kicked off so like uh, I think we paid an amount of money or Mr. Valentine paid a certain amount of money and then I think Mr. Taffy ends up paying Mr. Valentine back later on for an amount of money. I don't know how much it was. But it was cool. It was just... It was fun RP. Um, really enjoyable. To see that side of the game as well. To be like... I'm fucked. Okay, and the, I'm playing a hostage. The crew for ILARP are... They... It's regularly the same people. Mm. And they get the vibe so bad. Like they're a... They're a... They're an extension of the vibe that Kitty and Johnny put out to the game. Mm. That is like... We're here to have a good time. Yeah. Like it actually feels like the crew are having an absolute blast. Yeah, uh, the crew are high energy, great RP. Uh, like as you say, like the 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 moment of defeat was some of the best fun I had in the yep. whole event. Um, I, I, I got I got taken prisoner last time. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and uh, uh, whoever it was who I had to wrestle with in the woods, by the way. That was outrageously good. That guy was great, by the way. Like whoever the fuck that was. Yeah. Like, I I, I never saw them again. That was the thing. I don't that, know. That who guy. Was, yeah. That guy got it. We had the best time. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. I actually forgot that you came and shanked him as well. It yeah. was so funny. I I like, like kebabbed the guy. Yeah. Like next to him, and he was just like, oh. He was like, well, did he say something like, no, I sur-, He was like capitulating in some way and I was just like just <laughs> went at him with a bowie knife do you know what I mean and then like, we looted him I think yeah it was so good but it was just it, honestly just re- like reaching scrambling like a movie where the knife's coming closer and closer and you're finger tipping for the uh, thing and it's one of these things where because it plays, plays out slowly and because you're RPing it and doing it cinematically he can kind of see what I'm doing, but also which means that he will let me. There's there's no competition. Yes, it's about the moment. Yeah, and they everyone live their best lives. Yes, yeah. so he he kind of allows the cinematic of me getting the thing and going. Just because <laughs> I thought I didn't know what to do because obviously I didn't want to actually did hit. You vocally, so I said I said bonk. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was amazing. That's so fucking Anyway, weird. amazing. That firefight uh, was incredible. Uh, we head back, and um, so I'm chilling at the uh, the Devil Dog Saloon, ready yeah. for our big opening. We speak to a few members of the crew about what time is a good time to open. And we're like, how about six? And they're like, or seven, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you might be a little busy then, so how about nine? I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then later on, we're chilling around, and then a guy appears. He goes, I'm looking for Hennessy Jones. And I'm like, um, who's asking? And they're like, just want a quiet word. This is the bit I'm talking about where you were thumbing the pistol. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. so I grab, so my belt's off. Yeah. But I grab my pistol. I have the pistol behind my back. Yeah. And, uh, like, he's like, I'm a member of the uh, the Texas Rangers, and we know who you are. I'm like, oh, yeah? He's like, well, we could try and bring you in. And I'm like, you know, you're a long way from home. You know, like, I try to bluff a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, we got a little, uh, a little job for you. And... It's stuff that we can't do because it's a little uh, outside the law. <laughs> but if you can do it... Did your ears suddenly go like, whoop! Yeah. If you can do it, then, uh, you know, maybe we can forget all about it. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, go on. It's like, well, we got this... There's this uh, gold, uh, like, warehouse. Yeah. And we're gonna. There's an agent of ours in there. Yeah. And we need to get them a letter. Mm. And what we want you to do is go rob the place. Yeah. And give the letter. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, but if you try and fuck us, and I'm like, if you try and fuck me, I'll fucking kill you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah, we're like, yeah. and I walk away. And then there's another representative of these guys who comes over later, and we like have a chat. And what was cool was it was just like, hey, it's going to be a really long walk. Yeah. I was like, how many people you got? And I was like, this is my crew. And I pointed over and like the whole crew was at the yeah. bar at the stage. And I'm like, he's like, well, maybe get another group involved. And I'm like, he's like, what about that group over there? And I'm like, yeah, we don't know them that well. But if you vouch for us and you think that if you vouch for them, and they're all good. So we get, uh, which I'll refer to as Mrs. Brown boys. Yeah. Because Mrs. Brown is a, a heavyweight yeah. in the, the gang scene. Um, and she's got her gang, but they don't, like, there's a bit of mistrust there. But the, the plan is we're going to take Mrs. Brown boys, Sticky Hang gang, yeah. and associates, and we're going to go and do this job. And I get handed a letter, and I'm told, hand the. <laughs> Ian? Yeah, carry on. Ian? Ian, please. Yeah. Hand the letter to the person in the red vest. Now, I'm red, green, colorblind. Mm. I so I didn't mention it at the time because I thought this is going to be really obvious. But so we <laughs> we mount up. Yeah. And we have this whole plan. We so have to get bandanas as well. We have to get bandanas. Bandanas were provided by uh, uh, the the crew. Yeah. People had their own bandanas. Yeah. I went and got some. Um, but the idea was that we are literally going to do a job. Yeah, it's very illegal. Yeah, we may have the law chasing us. 
it's going to be very bad. Yeah. So we head out there and we're like, right, we're going to have, I separate people into three groups. Ambush crew, who's yeah. going to guard our retreat. Outside crew, who are going to be armed. I was with them. Inside crew, who are going to need melee weapons because yeah. you can't shoot guns indoors. Yeah, which is actually a rule in the game. But also in practically in, in this close quarters situation, you're going to need people with yeah. some tools. So separated out into all these groups, everyone yeah. was really cool, yeah. and like the two gangs became pretty fucking tight at this stage, right? It was great because it was like it felt like one of those moments where, as we're approaching, everyone's kind of gearing up and everyone's game facing, right? When the when the bandanas go up you and everyone's the, like the music, like the music is that ticking sound yeah. from yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like, it's like that music from Heat, uh, or like, even like I was thinking like from JFK, you know, yeah. the ticking sound, yeah, 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 and yeah, the music, yeah. like. And everyone's like, okay, cool. And we're like, okay, we're going to mask up, yeah, head up there, and then we're going to pretend that we have, like, the lurgy, like, the yeah. cough. Which <laughs> is a terrible this. ruse, but like, it works. It's, it gets it's, you in the door. That's all it's It's cinematic. Do. It's fun. So we walk for a while to get to this other site, and, like, ambush crew set up, and we start walking up the hill, and there are a lot of homies, yeah. like... There's a lot of bad, like... And they're just chilling. They're mm. like normal people yeah. around this camp. Yeah. And we're like... <clears throat> and coughing and stuff like this. And they're like... Oh, who, who's... You here to do some business? And I'm like... Oh, I'm here to do some business. You know, like... Uh, I'm here to do some trading. And I head up there. And it's just like this moment of like... I try and walk in. And they're like... Hand your weapons over before you come in. I'm like... All right, all right. I pull my, both my pistols out. I put them on like a, 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 a like a barricade. Yeah. And but they don't check me for my big Bowie knife. Amazing. And like I don't know what it's like for everyone else, but I'm gonna tell my version of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. So I walk in. Yeah. And there's a few folks hanging around the back. There's a lady by a till over to the left, and there's some guys doing business in like the uh, uh, like a shelf area in the middle. And I walk over to the middle. And they're like, hey, you get... And I'm like, I cough. And I'm like... <clears throat> and they're like, hey, get over there and talk to her if you want to do some business. I also assigned one member of each gang yeah. to be the people that would... Their, their job is to get the money. Yeah. So we had people with bags, basically, yeah. as well. Who would actually put and the stuff in. And two folks from either gang. And I was like, really... Uh, I wanted to make it really clear. We're not here to fuck each other over. We're here to get fucking paid. Yeah. Let's fucking work together. So I wanted two, one from either gang to get the fucking loot. So there's no fucking yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. So I cough over them. And they're like, hey, go over there and talk to them. And I'm like, I walk over to this really nice lady. And she's talking to me. Oh, hey, how do you want to do that? And I'm just like, so I'm like, bear in mind, my real world experience of doing heists. Yeah. Not massive. <laughs> Not, yeah, haven't done many heists in my yeah. life, Ian. Strangely, weirdly, yeah. So I pull my fucking Bowie knife, yeah, and I hold it up to this lady, and I'm like, and and then she screams, and then there's some movement behind me and yelling, and like, so I move around the counter real fast, and I hold my, uh, I take her hostage, and I'm like, uh. If you do anything, I'll fucking kill you. And I'm like, I'm really threatening at this point. I'm like yelling. 
and they're like, oh no, and I'm like, so I yell at everyone to back the fuck off. I'll fucking kill her. Like, I don't want to, but you know I will. Type shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. screaming at these people with my mask on and everything. And I move around and I'm like yelling at everyone. I even have to ask her, is your shirt red or brown? Right. She goes, brown? And I'm like, yeah, I was just checking. And bear in mind, I don't know. I don't know who's wearing the red vest, Ian. All right. The one guy's got a knife. And I'm like, you better drop that. And they dropped it. I turn away for a second. I look back. He's got his hand behind his back. And I'm like, show me your hands. And he switches hands. And I'm like, show me both your hands together. And he's like, brings out the, and I'm like, throw it down on the ground. And he throws it down. I'm like, right all of you. Up against the wall. Don't you fucking look at me. Don't you fucking look at me. Yeah, so while on. this is happening, we're on the outside. So I'm on the, <coughs> we're on the perimeter crew that you'd set up. And there's about uh, four of us, I think. And we've basically spread out, keeping an eye on the groups that are in there. And like, obviously when everything kicks off, they turn and look at us. And we're all like, like, you know, back up, like all this kind of stuff, like shouting at them to sort of move backwards. Uh, and they're kind of basically, but we're kind of basically make parting them so you can then move back because you're extracting out of the building. How do you get out? Like, what's the... So I'm yelling at them, okay? I'm making them all up against the wall. I do not see a red vest... Because right. I'm not used to doing heists. Right. I push them all up against the wall. Yeah. And there's a lady at the end with a red, it's definitely red, right, shirt on. Okay. And I take my letter out. Yeah. And as I'm pushing them all up against the wall, I push it against her stomach and she takes it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, turns out... Yeah. Not the right person. Okay. Because uh, I'm a fucking idiot. Well, it's... I mean, dude, uh, in all fairness, like, that's a, like a... I, I, I get it. Like, you... It's kind of one of those weird things. I kind of felt... Because when you started told me about this, I was like... Obviously, you should have got somebody else who is not red, green, colorblind to be the person to hand off the letter. But, like, also... Uh, at the same time, it's an OC issue. Like, it's not yeah, your fault you can't recognise the colours. I should have mentioned it at the time, and like, you could argue, oh, there should have been a bigger signifier that this is a person. It, it's fine. Honestly, it's not. I, I don't blame the crew, and but no. also I don't blame you. I mean, this is literally like you are red being colourblind. It's I mean, what kind are you of to do? funny, especially what I like about it is the ILARP system. Yeah, it's more awesome game. Yeah. It, it certainly doesn't retract from game yeah. that I gave it to the wrong person. But anyway, so I look at the two uh, guys who are robbing the place. And I'm like, we're good. And they're like, we're good. And they've in the chaos, they've managed to fucking get the loot. Okay. So they've got like the gold and a book, I think. Well, it? we're leaving, yeah. right? And as I'm leaving, I'm like, they're like, um, you want your guns? Like, uh, uh, fucking what's his name? Ruben's like, you want your guns? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get my guns. And I'm like, holding this guy. I'm like... Ruben helps me put my guns back in. Amazing. And I'm leading out with... We've got two hostages. And we're, like, slowly walking back. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, Hey, you're about to stay back. I'll kill her. And we're, like, yelling and all this stuff. And we slowly move back. I'm like, right, you give that hostage away. And then run back. And I'm like... So we start moving back. And I say to the, the, the woman I'm holding hostage, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to let you go. But you better hit the dirt as fast as you can, because there'll be some sh- shooting as soon as I let you go. 
better be ready and I'm like moving back and they're all kind of trying to move and I'm like trying to yell at them to keep them back and I'm like okay hit the dirt and I move her forward and she goes to the ground and then we just start blasting yeah and like we're shooting and there's running and like uh, you shoot a couple of folks right yeah 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 so you're moving back I'm far on the left and you basically uh, you kind of move to my right to basically move past the last piece of shelter I've got a couple of people in front there's me, I shouldn't use any names, I guess, for any of the people who were part of the heist, uh, but me and some other people who we know, affiliates. 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 And we start doing, like, because you guys are hard extracting. Yeah. So we're, like, at this stage, our role is, like, a rolling retreat. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, like, fall back, fire a few shots to basically keep their heads down, and then move. I've got six bullets, right? I clocked a person straight away. Uh, it was cool. It's one of those things where it's just, like... One bullet wasn't quite enough, so blam, blam, someone gets two, yeah. and the guy, the actually, the, uh, the yeah, the guy who took it like takes one in the chest and then like boom, one in the head. It was so good. The crew, like when you get like, it's fun blasting away. Yeah, but like when you get like a couple of confirmed kills, you're like, that's real Fuck. nice. Uh, also, I love the the by the way, crew, I love the wounded. Yeah kill yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. like wounded and they're like trying to shoot you again and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. bam you put them down <laughs> yeah. you know like oh so good um because i think the mission was not necessarily to kill anyone no. uh but but jasper definitely killed that first person <laughs> i think it was like we we bug out yeah ambush crew are there yeah we do a shooting retreat yeah um, we were so actually this stage of the heist uh, I know obviously the objective of you doing the handoff didn't go as you wanted but the actual heist it was, it was so good that actually the am, the ambush crew had nothing to do no uh, we basically fell back rolling retreat there was no chance for them to close on us it was problems. I, I think it's interesting to say like and bear in mind like we heard that the gold crew there was one big bag of gold and a small bag of gold. Yeah. We got the small bag of gold. Oh. And the ledger. But at that moment... Yeah. When we got away and we could put our mask down... Yeah. It was so good, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it was... It was like a legit fucking heist. And to be the centre of that, by the yeah. way, was like... It, it means so much to me as Dave... Yeah. And to Hennessy. Yeah. And it was like... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We felt yeah. we'd done a really great job yeah. and it felt and, fucking amazing. And bearing in mind, for the rest of us, I mean, bear in mind, you're the only person who the objective you fluffed actually impacts. Yeah. Right? Because you failing to give the letter yeah, to the right um, person only impacts you. Probably going to kill me. Yeah. Like the rest of us, uh, we got out with the money, unidentified, no losses, no injuries. So, for our perspective, the heist was a grand success. What happens to you from now on is uh, is down to you, really. I'm going to get shot in the woods like a dog by yeah. the uh, by the rangers. I think so good. But it was like to do the cowboy, yeah. full on heist, yeah. and it to go the way it did. Yeah, like I know that the, uh, the I think the crew had a bunch of stuff that they were going to do, but we were so heist crew about it yeah that we were so aggressive so fast yeah and in and out yeah that it was like it felt so real yeah and felt so like i was yelling generic heist shit like 
up against the wall. Don't you fucking look at me, you son of a bitch. Like, I was just so like, good. it was it was so full on and and amazing, wasn't it? Like, falling back. So it was me and, uh, and an affiliate uh, were falling back, basically uh, shouting out the number of shots we had left. It was great. It was so good. Like, like... I've got two left kind of thing it's like bam and then like moves back because obviously but reloading and that's the cool thing because it's it's a western it's not like a, a modern thing we got yeah. clips like reloading takes time also guns like um, like those 18 like 19th century guns yeah they um, there's no pushing the barrel out yes it's like individual chambers so have you to have loaded. to be aware yeah. of where you are in your barrel yeah and what shots have been used and what shots haven't. There's a whole yeah. mind process. To it. Fuck, I loved it so yeah. much. Dude. It was peak, dude. And it was also like the the Mrs. Brown boys and Sticky Hand Gang and affiliates. It was like yeah. we left and it was like we had the um, is it Denton who was the 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 big bad who yeah. was the big city guy. We got a ledger and it, all it said at the front of the ledger was. All of Mr. Denton's in and outs, like all of his monies, and it's like a really nice thing because it's like the 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 bringing down a Capone yeah. was a financial thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like it felt like we're gonna bring this son of a bitch down. Yeah, like Hennessy may well fucking die because yeah. of this because the Texas Rangers are gonna fucking they're not gonna be fucked with and they're probably gonna shoot me like a dog. But like the act itself. Yeah. was awesome because there's that's important to say there's like this uh, character called Mr. Denton who kind of like is uh, this boogeyman figure almost of this high businessman who's kind of like rolling around on the outside yeah he tried to buy the la- town last time basically yeah who is basically making all these financial power plays <clears throat> Um, during the course of the whole event I'm kind of learning little pieces of information but I'm new to the game so I'm not sure how accurate any of this is but Jasper's kind of piecing together in his perspective what's going on he's doing things like there was a, a fire, so like a farm got burnt down, land's getting brought up uh, by this character. A lot also, of I heard, and the railway's coming, and it's like a part of it is to buy the land for then the railway coming. Yeah. But also I started learning about, before we went on the heist, about secret gold mines and things like this. Um, and that gets confirmed later on as well, and more kind of stuff. And obviously you get the ledger and stuff. It was cool, like piecing together this little sleuthing stuff. It felt very jasper like talking to people and then sort of adding two plus two and making five uh, and that's fine because it doesn't matter if you get it right it just matters that you get the game you're of... moving in the right direction yeah 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 right it was great I loved it um, and then we got back and there was rumours of a high stakes poker game yeah and it was like this definitely isn't a Hennessy Jones thing yeah but it's definitely a Mr. Taffy and uh, Jasper fucking Jasper thing, thing. yeah and uh we spoke a little bit and it was like we were trying to find you because yeah. you disappeared at that stage and we yeah. were like right let's well, get well I was you. gathering information about this stuff before we went out like because I was like oh, okay like I want to piece together what this is so I was talking to a few people then Taffy finds me and is like let's do this I'm like I'm going to get some beverages but we basically we run in at the very end get into the car but yeah we get driven to this site me and Mr. Taffy Taffy's in another vehicle we get driven to this a separate area which is quite it's like literally a different sort of area of the whole field and we get taken there and uh, they're playing like uh, music in the carriage we get to this 
thing we arrive uh and then we step out and it's like it's me uh may's there eve's there uh, um ellie's there as eve so there's no uh, uh, may plays as nora uh mr taffy's there and we're all basically turn up at this game and me and callum are both gamblers so we have this uh this ability to basically like essentially substitute well essentially win a hand using our special power yeah but i like the way that they were like the way the game zone was almost like we need servers yeah and we need gamblers yes yeah, yeah so yeah. some people are there just and to entertainers serve drinks as well. and entertainers yeah. yeah yeah really cool it was cool so we all head down there and we're the me and mr taffy and this other person are uh the high rollers who are stepping in to play the game now mr taffy's paid for me to step in uh, and pay so he's covered my stakes hold on i gave you money well i know but uh that ends up coming back to the gang later okay yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or, but anyway so i'm I, i'm but my point is that mr taffy owes my side of the table but we also tried to play it like we didn't know each other necessarily or that we weren't working together we were working together um and uh this other person obviously bought in it was like a, a 50 60 dollar buy-in or something um, and then there's these other two NPCs who are sitting at the table and the dealer, uh, and I'm sitting there. And what was these... the what was the environment like? It's it's like this. It's it's like an. It, so I think what, it was like one of the airsoft environments, basically. But it's like I think it would normally be like the social area for the was airsoft. It, was it the same place we heisted? No. Oh, no, interesting. No, no, different place. Um, but it was at the Bravo site. Okay. Um, but this, I think, would be like the essentially close to the entrance to the Bravo site because it's literally where the car pulls in and we all hop out and, and literally we're there. They also had this big pit that they dug that was just outside the area, which had like smoke and like light charred kind of things like burning there, which kind of gave off this kind of slightly sinister vibe. I don't know if it was intention of like you fuck around, you end up in the pit and get fucking burnt. Yeah, I love it. Uh, which was cool. Uh, obviously, you have to hand off weapons when you get in there. That was all cool. Uh, step in we sit down this table uh, we start playing first hand okay first hand uh, first action is on Mr. Taffy Mr. Taffy puts in a few he calls the uh, the big blind uh, somebody else goes all in everyone goes all in I I fold because uh, basically the, we hadn't actually discussed it but the way I had thought to play it was Neither me or Mr. Taffy will play against each other. Yeah. We have, You're playing against the table. We have three jokers each, which means we can essentially, hopefully win a total of six hands. Uh, first hand, first hand, they all, everybody else on the table except for me has gone all in. And Mr. Taffy goes all in. Uh, and then first, first flop and action plays his joker and has the best hand and literally cleans the rest of the table out first hand first turn right so it was like well that's a very quick game <laughs> and at that stage it's going to be heads up between me and Mr. Taffy but uh, Mr. Taffy's like I'll pay for these fine gentlemen to keep playing so he buys their stakes so at this stage he owns my seat and he owns all the other seats at the table so from now on uh, and we, we played a, a fun game of poker there are some things with the the way when you have a lot of gamblers who have this power, yeah. how the jokers and how the cards interact and how the actual system works. You have that to many work people. out like yeah, is it just a different split pot every single time. Well, because basically, uh, it's kind of worded in a. I think none of us fully understood 
exactly how it worked, but basically, basically the way it works, you play a card and it and it exchanges <clears throat> one of your cards for whatever the best possible card could be in yeah. the hand that you're playing. Yeah. Um, rather than you instantly win the pot, which is how I think some of us thought how it worked. Um, yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but this gets quite this. The thing is, when you're when you the see mechanics the mechanics of poker and you don't play poker every day is quite difficult. well. There's that, and then there's also when you have a joker that can be essentially any card, and all the different variables of what that card could be, and the fact that other people can play jokers and their cards could be anything as well. Uh, all of a sudden, the, actually, the maths of trying to sit there and work it all out gets quite complicated because you want to win, you don't want to get a split pot, especially when you know that everybody's got jokers flying all over the place. Oh, anyway, so you're trying to work out what the second card could be, right? Like, and how because you're trying to make the best five card hand, right? Because it's Texas Hold'em, and if everybody is essentially playing jokers with their cards, you now have this, these wild cards which you can't. You, you have to factor <clears throat> into it because essentially, any time you get an ace, for example, and you go all in, you can then turn your other card into an ace, and yeah. then you have two aces. Yeah. Right, and if more cards come up, obviously, but then that might not necessarily win because then, of course, uh, it could be a straight flush or something like that could yeah, come yeah, up yeah, on the yeah. table, right? So you've yeah. got to start, and when you play your card and and set what the card is, that's when it defines so, it. So, so what happened in the poker? Game? So anyway, it it unfortunately, well, it was it was really good fun, but uh, basically, it just ended up being a bit rulesy and confusing. Uh, it was still a really good time, uh, but the end result was. Uh, Mr. Taffy wins because he owns the table. So we go all the way through did this you, entire game. Did you find out any information? Well, yes, because I'm basically, as we're playing, um, May and Eve are kind of walking around and talking to everybody. But I'm talking to the dealer and I'm talking to this person. Uh, this uh, she, she would normally be the bar steward, but she'd been relieved because one of our lot were basically working the bar. And she was sitting to my side. And I was asking about... Uh, and the other high rollers, we were talking to them, and we sort of worked out that like uh, the uh, the the gravel business that this kind of person is is actually a front for these gold mines. Mm. Uh, and then sort of started talking to the other people about uh, basically how they'd come into his employ and the different story, the way the stories all kind of pieced together. It was like different people were brought in at different times uh, and people had been buying up land and stuff like that and they were attracted to it and all this kind of stuff. Filthy. Yeah, so it was like, we started piecing together this stuff and it was like, um, I got Eve over at one point and I was like, you maybe should start talking people to people about the gravel business and how that's uh, potentially a Oh, front. so you're feeding information Yeah, because to... we're playing the game and I'm learning from, we learn from the high rollers about this gravel business. I kind of get Eve to come over as she's pouring a drink for Mr. Taffy. Uh, I'm like you know check this out um so we're kind of like working as little unit it's kind of fun because obviously like the crew are playing along right they're kind of like they're giving you the information but you have to you have to ask questions if yeah, you want yeah, the, yeah. if you want it so i'm not sure we asked all the right questions but we did get some information and the end result is Miss, mr taffy wins the table even though uh he's knocked out of the game um and it's heads up between me and this other person uh, and it doesn't in the end matter what the outcome is because all the money goes to Mr. Tappy. It was so good to be in this thing of like, 
Mr. Taffy just wins by being richer than everyone. Yeah. Essentially. That's it was poker. hilarious. That's poker. It was really good. Um, there are... Back in the town, there's some prisoners get taken. And this is where, like... I still don't know what exactly happened. But Dr. Schmidt... Mm. Is discovering things. And bear in mind, like... The only saloon for many miles is blown up. Yes. Two, uh, on the day of us opening our saloon. And there are the sticky hand gangs fucking colours found in the explosion and in other situations. Which is like, someone's trying to frame us. But Dr. Schmidt is a good man. Well, I hope he's a good man. He's involved with some bad people, like Junior. But, like, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And we find these prisoners. And I ended up threatening the prisoners a little bit. Quite a lot. Um, in fact, I think I broke uh, a few rules of ILARP by um, some testicular violence. Um, but they all get taken away. And there's a whole thing about how... Um, they're going to question them, but they want to keep the, the questioning to a very limited amount of people. So I try and get in there and try and find out what's going on. And it turns out that he's, the, the <laughs> witnesses are giving up some stuff. Yeah. And I'm like licking my knife because I've been threatening testicles. Um, you can't threaten testicles at a eye No event. sensitive parts, basically. No sensitive parts. Um, but this kind of adds to this paranoia. When I was talking about with the unification of the town, yeah. there's also this dividing of the town yeah. happening, which is probably from outside... It's fun because there's a certain... And, and I, what, this is what I love about it. There's this whole flavour, which is very uh, cinematic of the of the theme of the idea of the railman come in civilization come in west like the idea of uh this way of life coming to an end and some people want that and some people don't and some people uh if if it's coming they want to make sure they're on the upside of it yeah right and so there's a lot of maneuvering that's taking place and i think that's very very fun and interesting to see how that develops and the decisions that people are making uh along that path well it's it's, it's power games yeah it's power games but it's it's kind of it's also like small town power games where uh a little bit of moving and shaking can actually land you in hot water or a high position well it's also like the uh when you start the game mm. of like a little advantage before civilization yeah. comes in could mean huge ramifications. A huge ramifications. Yeah, like so like, a, like, uh, like or or who are criminals? Yeah, who are working with who? Like, who's who's on the council? Who's in the who's in power? Who gets yeah. to decide? Who's got the most money in town? Who gets to decide who can buy what? Who gets to decide how the new uh, industries are going to develop? Right, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Okay, so good. Let's go on to some social stuff. We open the Devil Dog Saloon. Oh my gosh. So I've been, uh, me and uh, another character called Ambrose, 
uh, basically work in the bar. Well, the Cornishman. Yeah, the Cornishman, who is amazing. So all we, we, and I, I should have brought him up earlier, but he talks in an almost indecipherable Cornish yeah. accent. Like, Hennessy Jones can't understand a word he says. As we're basically going along, uh, it ends up being this awesome kind of duo working at the bar where people walk up, they ask him what we serve. He describes like, and I'm like, describe, I translate for them what that means. And it was just so much fun. We're pouring out all these drinks. He's providing this awesome game. Um, he was amazing. He by was the way. incredible. I love the relationship with Ambrose because it started off like a little bit antagonistic in the sense where, like, um, uh, like I take I take the Mickey out of him uh, at one stage, but then it's like we both kind of like bro up because I've got this lisp and people are kind of mocking me, and he's kind of got this Cornish accent and people mocking him, right? And it's like, oh yeah, we kind of get each other. <laughs> it was really fun. It was so fun. We had this great little interaction. I, I like the fact that me and Ambrose were like, I understand what he said, yeah, but I'd regularly say like. That's right, Ambrose. <laughs> I agree. What he said. You know? We So we start working the bar, and I'm working around handing nibbles out, all kinds of things. It was I was doing the whole Ian thing, enjoying being like um, camp mum and all this kind of stuff. Um, I brought a lot of stuff in, and lots of different people had. We had like meats, we had, I had waffles, we had uh bagels i had sweets i had nuts it was a good time salsa dip all these kind of stuff it was great but the awesome thing was you had a proper opening with a ribbon outside we had the mayor show up yeah uh we had a, a ribbon cutting um we had the band show up and they 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 did music inside the it was so good it was like we we I, I bought um, a Bluetooth speaker. Mm. And we were gonna play honky tonk tunes. Yeah, but we had an actual band uh, and really good. And they played yeah, all they're night. Really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All night. Uh, um, and it was just like get the band and have a drink. You know, yeah, like yeah. Um, it was so good. And having all the different characters coming along and all the shenanigans, fucking so good. We so we had quite a lot of alcohol, quite a lot of drinks, and quite a lot of food. Um, and it was like a kind of we, we wanted it to be an all socks must go situation I, I wanted to get rid of that yeah, yeah I wanted to get rid of everything but we we really did like we by the end really of it, did we got we cleared the whole place out but it was such good feel good vibes like the whole time so there was an arrangement that we were going to have the heads of the, the the different families right come together right to talk about the future of the town okay and this was um, what they called the the Hannigans, mm-hmm. who are a deeply violent, very strong force in the town. Mrs. Brown boys. Um, who else was there? Fuck. Um, well, Mr. Taffy, I assume. Mr. Taffy and me. Yeah. And we had a bit of a sit down and a bit of a conversation about like, and we we're talking, and they were like. There's one family that isn't represented. We need to get them in. And this was the group that Junior's part of that we're pretty antagonistic to. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we'll get this guy in as well. And we had a whole sit down. It's like, clearly we don't like each other, but we're like talking about how there needs to be 
like we need to work together for the town. Yeah. And we have this whole like like the five families, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, mafia yeah. bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. five families coming down and sitting down and being like, We're gonna fucking work together. There's bigger things than us. If we don't work together and we like negotiate this fucking tree anyway. We're in the middle of the negotiations and there's like this something kicks off like the fort's on fire did you yeah. go to that yeah i go to the fort tell me what happened okay so the fort kicks off this is like uh halfway through serving so um i can't remember if, if ambrose came as well i think like i left ambrose with the bar i said i'm gonna go check this out so me and uh the whole bar cleared out the whole way. bar cleared out uh and we go and we head off to go to the fort uh there's essentially two different routes i didn't realize i went i joined the group which was like the uh accessibility group which is like basically the shorter walk to get there uh which is great by the way that they have this kind of option for accessibility baby so good and it's like um so yeah i ended up joining that group and that what was really cool is they're like um if you don't want any spoilers just look to your left now uh, and so, so we did. No uh, way. So we kind of like, and they they tell you, they queue you up and set you up on all this kind of stuff. But also, um, I think there's a, that awesome thing in LARP where you have that ability to just kind of like, you know, it's a bit like at Empire where you see like the refs. You can just kind of like not see the refs if you choose to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just kind of put that movie filter over and they're kind of not there. Yeah. Right? And then you can do the same with Let, stuff. Guide me to the best experience. Yeah, I yeah, can. yeah. And you just kind of let your eyes focus on the things that are relevant at the time and in this case it's not the thing until it is the thing so we walk around this little trail we meet up with the rest of the group and we all kind of congregate outside the fort which is this big fort on a hill and there's a big glowing yellow light loads of fucking smoke billowing from inside this fort we all kind of like rush up to it the mayor and some others basically kind of go up and basically burst the, the doors open hanging hanging literally hanging uh from like the uh the rafters inside it with a like like hung a noose a noose uh is the sheriff who'd gone missing uh, at this stage uh and i think had gone missing since the explosion at the saloon earlier yeah yeah, yeah. um and had like a sign around them i think and had it, been mutilated the night the the note said yeah if you can't keep your sheriff safe what chance do you have type thing yeah so they cut him down uh, and carry him off to one side. We're all running in to basically put the fire out. Uh, we do the whole thing, bales of water. Um, it, it's cool how quickly uh, everyone will just create uh, a, a, a fiction to make the moment work. There is no well, no physical well. So we're like, where do we get the water from? We've got all these buckets and they were all kind of laid out there. But there was no well, no water source. So somebody just runs over to a bush and just acts like that's the well. And then we start doing the whole chain thing, passing along the buckets. Uh, there's about five, six of us passing along and throwing it on these things. I guess they must have some kind of dimmers or whatever on these different pyres that essentially represent... Was it actual fire? No, it was like, well, I, it was like a smoke machine and like a yellow light kind of underlitting it uh, to make it look like embers, I think. Um, I think there might have been some small fires around, but they, they went out very quickly because obviously, you know, safety... Um, but I think like this was mainly just a smoke effect with some yellow light. And by the way, that is extremely effective at creating the illusion of fire. Um, and I think they just essentially dim the light slowly as we're like acting to throw the bales on. 
and then essentially it all gets put out and everything goes dark. Then um, the mayor, Mayor Carson, who's like a good friend of the sheriff, uh, is like basically you now having a moment, mourning with him. Uh, a character called Ace yes. uh, kind of basically accuses him <clears throat> of, you know, I think basically, and I didn't actually catch exactly what it said, but I think that along the lines of, you know, you have failed, you know, you haven't protected your, protect the sheriff, you haven't protected the town, you know, this is on you kind of thing. They have a scuffle. Blade is basically drawn. They're, they're, it's, it's a real cool piece of, like, RP between the two characters. Um, and some, like, uh, Valentine's there. Oh, and Bar- Lord Valentine was fantastic at the actual fort. He's, like, shouting at everybody to organise the uh, actual, like, putting out of the fire yeah. and all that kind of stuff. He was fantastic. And basically, the... Uh, cavalry also before this whole scuffle had been like we need the like there's only a few of us there's like and we need everyone to like join the militia if we're going to defend the town i am part of the militia yeah it was like there was a lot of things of like the sitch like because jasper's new to town so he's kind of like looking on the angle like whose angle is this kind of person who is strung up who Who's to gain? Like, what are the power moves through doing this? You know, what actual entities are benefiting? Also, other little things that happened throughout the event, like uh, the tartan kind of uh, thing for the Sticky Hang Gang, for example, being in the saloon when it blew up, yep. even though we were nothing to do with it kind of thing. Lots of little setups and lots of little things. It's sort of like slowed... I, I won't speak on it more, but like trying to piece together, again, sort of Charlie daying my way into like the, the wrong assumption, but happy to make the wrong assumption about what is actually going on. So Jasper's interpretation of it is very different and is actually much more like, I'll hang back. I want to see... I, I want to see, see the parts moving. Yeah, I want to see the, the cogs tick a little bit more and then I'll make my, my decision whether or not I'm joining the militia. Because, uh, yeah, which is fun. But anyway, so this whole stuff between Ace and Carlson kicks off. Uh, they get separated. Carlson calls out Ace for high noon the next day. Fucking spicy. Um, that was great and then uh, you had this situation where I don't know if a, a snake was involved again but basically Nora and Junior have another face off it ends up turning into a fisticuffs which was this awesome kind of like uh, <clears throat> WWE style wrestling yeah, like- fighting fist fight they had uh, where at the beginning he's kind of like playing around with her like mocking like have another go have another swing have another thing and then she just comes up and like properly clocks him and takes him to the ground and just like beats the shit out of him oh did Um, Nora win that fight she won the first fight at the fort okay cool so uh, but like she took some uh, because and they're doing this whole stuff like he's picking her up and like proper picking up and dropping her and stuff all safe obviously because they're kind of working on it together Uh, it, it was just awesome stage fighting to the stage where like uh, at one stage he's on top of her and like and they're kind of like you know he's sort of missing and hitting the ground as he's sort of thumping down she rolls over and gets on top and cracks him a few times he grabs hold of something and hits her I think she does the same at one point and then yeah he's like you know sort of taunting her and then this, she gets the better of him basically this is the same thing that happened in the fight later on in yeah. the town right like they went at each other again outside the bar and it was like WWE shit by the way, shout out to Charlie for fucking being 
really good at texting yeah. in yeah, yeah, yeah. and fucking really really being conscious of safety yeah. and people having fun like um, those two like may and uh, uh sorry is it charlie who plays yes yeah, yeah it, but basically it was fun because after like after they kind of left the moment they kind of went off and they were kind of having a chat and they were sort of talking about how they want to you know like oc little discussions checking in but also like how they're going to ramp it up right it you doesn't end here my only my only thing is I wish they got to do a high noon together. Yeah, I, I, it was a real shame they didn't get to do a high noon. I, because I, everything, I think everybody thought they were going to do a high noon. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, but anyway, so, uh, it, yeah, but we all come back from the fort. Uh, it's super high emotions. Um, I get absolutely trolled. You do. I am. I would describe you, and I just described it earlier as. Um, aggressively friendly aggressively friendly like in, in, like in um, the terms of like just telling everybody how much you love them and how important they were to one you one thing you don't want to wake up to is someone saying to you do you remember the lap dance oh, and I say I got a lap dance and they said no <laughs> you were the lap dancer it's so good, and uh, having no recollection of that. So, I you had a very good time. I had a very good time. Yeah, I want to it was your birthday. I want to apologise for anyone that I may have offended or uh, rubbed up against. Um, to be fair, I think at that stage, because this was a certain time in the evening yeah, as well. It was it was late, it was, it was late uh, and we were all like. Uh, we we were all in that kind of Viking longship kind of mood of just let's fucking I was. Go. Yeah, I think everybody was too. I mean, you especially, but you were like the Viking chief at that stage. Uh, where you I literally were like laying mess. down with your shield and your sword in the middle of that Viking I, longship saying, I, throw the booze on me. I was driving a motorbike off a cliff <laughs> while drinking and smoking cigarettes onto a Viking longship <laughs> that was already on fire. Full of dynamite. Full of dynamite. Um, yeah, I mean, but I don't think I did anything bad. No, you but... didn't do anything bad. No, you didn't do anything bad. Um, you, it was to be honest with you, the fact that you made it to the next day and were able to function in some capacity is a testament to you. I think you took it up to the very limit. I, I was in a very bad state yeah. the next day, but um, it was a great time. Okay, next morning, Sunday. Yeah, bit of church, bit of church. Uh, we all. Uh, I head off to church, and we had a church service. Did you go to the church? I did go to the church service. It was nice. It right? was really good. They had cake. Um, they had uh, cake. To the side. They had the body of the sheriff, which the preacher didn't realise was there until he quite was told late about on. it. Yeah, yeah. Quite late on. Yeah, he um, is bandaged up. He's covered in bandages. He is covered in bandages. Yes. Um, love a bit of church, by the way. Yeah. Also. Um, the preacher during battle would be yelling the um, the valley of darkness, like the valley of death speech in the Amazing. middle of battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. Um, just a little shout out to fucking uh, religion there. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, turned out the ale had been poisoned. Yeah, so um, that was really good fun. So basically... Uh, somebody had sucked a snake. I mean, I know who, but I won't say because that's all active. Game. Junior, okay. it's fucking junior. Okay. <laughs> it's like a snake underneath the ale basket casket, and anyone who drunk from it uh, was uh, poisoned. But it was fun. We all kind of knew where it had come from, but we kind of played RP'd it out like we had to discover it. 
Uh, so being that I was one of the barmen, I went and spoke to the doctor lady. And I was like, oh, there was this kind of smell She's coming so from good. here. And I uh, gave her like a sample of it. Yeah. Which it was actually oh, completely nice. tapped okay. out. But I just poured some Coke into a glass and gave it to her. You know, maybe go and identify that. I don't know what happened with that game, but that was kind of fun. Um, yeah, it was just fun to just like do a little bit of sleuthing. I enjoyed a little bit of Mate, sleuthing. The Dutch lady is so fucking good. So um, yeah, she, she heads off and does all the, that. So it turned out in some correspondence yeah. that Sergeant Cole mm-hmm. had been hired by the big bad right to set fire to the town and burn it to the ground right and he came up to me and was talking to me about one uh, Miss Dubois money right and was asking about how strange it was that he didn't receive any money Mm. and I was like well he didn't mention it and I was his uh, you know yeah, recipient, which I heard from the player who played Mr. Dubois that actually all the money was supposed to go to uh, to. Sergeant oh Cole. my gosh! Right, I know it hurt so bad. Um, but the uh, Sergeant Cole had actually burnt down. And I said to Sergeant Cole, "Don't worry, Sergeant Cole, you didn't do anything. We all make mistakes because he got shot in the head, and that's why he couldn't remember doing it." Right. But Sergeant Cole had actually burnt down a couple of towns before getting to our town. Right. And it was very hard to be like, it's fine, Sergeant Cole. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, tragic. Yeah. Very bad. I'd kind of heard a little bit about this when I've been sort of sleuthing about because of like the fires on the farms and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stuff had kind of been nudging me in a certain direction, but it was seemed like very much your business, so I kind of left you to it. Yeah. Um, and then the town came under heavily a heavy attack. This was fucking awesome. It was like all of a sudden we just. It was like a real cool moment where uh, previously while we were all in church, uh, no, before church, I think the militia had all been practicing. Uh, and this was all Sergeant Goodwood, by the way, from the cavalry. Yeah. Uh, Matt Kauf he's fucking great by the yeah, way yeah, yeah. he's a fucking top lad he had been organising the militia he had been making like feelers out to who is going to yeah. help defend the town uh, we need barricades we need yeah. to fucking fight this shit like all this stuff he was the absolute to the force that led this defence of the town yeah so we had barricades at the end of the town yeah and it was a it proper was shootout with brutal waves of people coming in explosions yes dynamite getting yeeted oh my gosh so basically um man so during the firefight uh i i'm kind of pushing in and back out and helping set up the barricades and stuff taking people down ammo's running low for a whole bunch of people as well um like at one stage we push them back and then we we have time to rebuild the barricade and they come round again um they flanked us, they multiple, flanked times. us multiple times. There's a bit where you and me were up by the barricade and they basically all moved to position and got killed. But then afterwards, the refs essentially said to us, you, you just, just got fanned. Yeah, you just got uh, fanned. Because you, you can't really see. And we were looking forward and they were to the side of us. So we, love, we were rolling around. I love this because every time we went to the doctor's thing, there were like 
the most bead pulls I've yeah. ever seen in a game. Like every like the bead pulls are red, you're dead. Yeah. Black, you're back. back. White, white you're wounded. Yeah. And it was like there was the most amount of bead pulls I've ever seen. Bead so, pulls for days. Well, so I, I get shot in the leg. Yeah. Uh, I get carried off to uh, by uh, Wyatt, I think it was, to the doctors. It's just a leg injury. I'll be fine. Draw from the bag. Yeah. First bead out is a red bead. No way. First bead out is a red bead. So they're like... Red, you're dead. Everyone's like running around like, oh my gosh, this is really bad. I'm like, an artery's been hit kind of shit. Kind you're of thing. spraying. And like, ah, ah. like all of a sudden, and it's like they... But the, there's this thing where they can draw another bead out or something. Uh, the... Um, I think it's you need to get treated within a certain amount of time by yeah. a physic. So they were treating me. They were using like clamps and bandages and stuff. They pulled out another bead and it was fine. Um, so that was okay. But it was like, wow. Okay. Go out again. Rejoin the gunfight. <laughs> um, and uh, Phyllis gets shot. Yes. Uh, okay. And then like Phyllis is like, uh, during this battle, Millie was absolutely outrageously cool there's this bit where like as the whole battle's going she's like dottering like stuttering towards the line with her pistol like unable to really lift up even aim and shoot and just bullets flying everywhere around her everybody like falling and taking shots getting cut up and blasted and all this kind of stuff who's gonna shoot an old lady and she's just walking through the middle of it and like everyone's just like oh my god phyllis get down (laughs) she gets shot and I'm like um, I, I scoop her up basically and stand her and then the um, the uh, uh, what do you call it the gravedigger yeah who's played by one of our friends yeah Ali yeah. has this uh, he has a coffin lid okay oh yeah he has a coffin lid and like a shield he kind of lays it behind us and Millie being incredible is like only letting us like actually extract her at the speed in which an old lady can move <laughs> so we're like I'm like holding up in one hand leaning around the coffin lid and like blam blam <laughs> as like he's holding up the coffin lid right what a cinematic moment it was so good take her in she gets healed then later on we go I'm sorry to go through all my stuff no, go yeah. on. we go back out again after Phyllis has been fine she's fine straight away by the way like and it was so good like she's laying there injured like Jasper is like for the first time that's the only person he actually cares about is like holding her hand she's calling out for her husband doesn't give a shit about Jasper <laughs> So I run out into the firefight, grab Wyatt, I'm like, Phyllis wants you, right? And he's like, is she dead yet? <laughs> and I, I pull, I pull, I pull the Wyatt into the thing and like, hold her hand. And she's like, <laughs> like basically go towards the light kind of shit. And I'm like, stay with us, Phyllis. And she's like, husband. Anyway, straight over bead pulls. Just pulls a black bead straight away. Like, what, what are we, Phyllis will outlast everyone. Phyllis um, is uh, indestructible. <laughs> we Should walk out straight into, like, a a massive run into town as a bit of, uh, like, an explosive gets yeeted at us. Boom! <laughs> we all go down, um, get kind of pulled back into the doctor's surgery again. Phyllis is fine straight away. Another black bead. Uh, I think White was fine as well straight away. Black bead. Reach into the black... <laughs> It's not good. Another red. Another red. Fucking hell. 
And I, I'm like, there's like shrapnel inside me. <laughs> and they're like, the doctor's coming up and extracting all this stuff. It was so good. It was just like, I had like this lengthy period of like, and also like, this is the first, like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make another event, to be honest with you, which is a shame, but I will try to. But like, I, so I'm like, my kit, whatever happens to it, happens to it. So like, like I'm just like, go blood crazy, go whatever. So like, everyone's kind of huddled around me, like pulling out these bits of shrapnel and like spraying me with blood as they're extracting out the fucking things. I've got this white shirt on, it's just just like covered in blood on one side. But like, you're gonna have to come back later to get more shrapnel removed. I come back later and I'm like, oh, I can hear like a rattling as I'm breathing. And they're like, okay, we're gonna like have to do some like proper surgery, shit. Proper surgery shit. It was so good. What an awesome RP. I really hope I played the game properly. I think I did. Dude, I don't know how the beads dude, worked. You 100% did. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I, I um, honestly don't know how the system works, but it was it was great RP. Okay. During the battle, yeah. I come across Junior and someone else that's wounded mm. on the ground. Yeah. Junior's yelling at me. You son of a bitch, get me to the fucking hospital. Yeah. I run forward. I look at him. I grab the other person <laughs> and I help them get back to the hospital. Yeah. And then I run back to the barricade and there's a bit more shooting. And then uh, Junior comes up with knuckle dusters on. Yeah. And beats me <laughs> for not having rescued him. And then I stand up and Junior's like, ah, it's done. And I'm like, hey, Junior. <laughs> I shoot him in the foot. <laughs> Neville's like, you just shot that guy. And I'm like, hey, my gun misfired. And bear in mind, it misfired earlier. Yeah. So I'm like keeping on with thing. I'm like, hey, my gun just misfired. I apologize. You know, <laughs> I so shot good. him in the foot. So, but he's got um, some fast gunslinging son of a bitch that's going to come and deal with me like later on. Amazing. But it's going to be amazing. Um, the event ended with a high noon between Ace yeah. and Mayor Carson. Yeah. And high noons are cool. High noons are really cool. So we're all kind of like this, basically it's down this big strip. It's basically as far as I can understand this mechanic where you you draw your beads beforehand, so you know what your your outcome is of the of the shootout. Of this is a proper wild west quick draw shootout. Um, but also they walked and gave them each a tarot card or something before so, the shootout. I'm not sure, but I think both were NPCs. Right. Um, they head out there. Ace shoots. I'm just thinking we've forgotten about the mayor election. We'll do that after this. Oh yeah, we'll the, do that after the, this. The, the 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 council lady. One. The council yeah. lady. One. We're running out of time. Yeah. Um, the they shoot. Ace shoots. Yeah. Misses. Yeah. And Mayor Carson with a little sly grin shoots Ace. He lets him shoot first as well. It was proper cold. He like kind of just slightly moves. And it's just like... And then... Bam! (laughs) After shooting, Ace is on the ground. He's bleeding. He's in a world of pain. He pulls out a devil card. Yeah. Throws it on the ground and says, this town is up for a a reckoning or a judgment. No, a judgment's coming. A judgment's coming. And then walks off. Yeah. Like, that was timeout. Mayor Carson's the big bad. It's crazy. Um, so good. 
It sucks that Nora and Junior didn't get to fucking yeah. have their thing. Yeah. I hope that happens next time. Or me and Junior, like yeah. either way. Uh, but yeah, it's got to be Nora and Junior. That's it's got to be Nora and Junior. That's They've much better spice. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, man, what a fucking event. I loved it. How do you feel about it? So we have we have like um, not many minutes left. Okay, so I loved it. Absolutely incredible. Like what an introduction to other LARPing systems. Yeah, such a different way of playing. Uh, the crew were phenomenal, and the players were phenomenal. Just the inclusion, I felt straight away. Um, uh, it, as I say, like a lot of people were kind of like asking me through the event, like how it compared with Empire. I think they expected me to say. That it was like way better than Empire and stuff, but it's 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 apples and oranges, yeah. and also it's as I said before, it's very important to stress that like my character at Empire is quite defined and very personal and uh, expansive at this stage, so it's impossible for me to say that that would be lesser uh, given the, the game. But what did really strike me was how quickly I was able to insert myself into this game, uh, become part of this community. And feel involved in everything that was happening. Yeah. And I feel like I had access at every moment to uh, levers and devices within the game in which that I could have interaction with those elements uh, in ways that wouldn't be possible at, at other systems, which are of a larger uh, scale. I think, like, I love iLARP. I love smaller LARPs. I love the effect that like you playing your character mm. will have an effect on things around you. Um, I think you did a sterling job. I think it's something, a real testament to you that uh, with what you've learned while playing Empire, you bought full bore and you, like I was saying before, I looked over and I was like, I I'm fully in Hennessy Jones' yeah. world. And I was like, fuck, what about Ian? Because yeah. you're, my, you're my mate and I care about you and I want you to have a good time. And I looked Every time I looked over, you were like, Fuck, he's fine. You're having a I, really good time. Yeah, I found this space where I love being like a... Like a, like a support character is maybe not the right term, but I like being a character who kind of like facilitates and like witnesses game and helps expand on it. Uh, and that's been something that's been so much fun. Like, like I really loved just being the barkeep at the bar right uh, like that was great like picking up on the little bits of gossip asking people what their stories were why are you in town doing that whole thing tell me about yourself this kind of stuff and just a stupid gimmick like having a little lisp and being one of the silver foxes was so much fun I had a ball of a time mate I I would, if I can I would definitely try and go again I hope you come again um, I'm already like it's going to be the last event I assume this is going to kill everyone <laughs> uh, my like top ways for Hennessy to die or survive either way could be good but like a gang fight could be fun getting shot in the back could be fun getting executed like a dog by the the Texas Rangers in the woods would be an also really good do you know what but also surviving yeah surviving but I also think well, the best thing is, whatever happens, it's going to surprise you and in a wonderful way. Yeah. And I trust the crew to do that. I, I, I totally agree. And um, I think that's the beauty of the game, of the people, the players, the crew, everyone involved. Massive hats off to making a spectacular event. Love it. Um, now, we have 13 Patreons. We have uh, 13 Patreons. And we are going to roll. I've done a little roly poly. Yeah. And it's Violet. 
Thank you so much, Violet. Violet, you have been a supporter for us for a really long time. We really appreciate it. Um, it's so fucking nice. Um, how do you want to close out, Ian? I don't know. Um, that's, uh, oh, oh, thank you to our patrons. There's a Patreon link and thing. Yeah, it helps us support this possible. Massively, yeah. Um, yeah. But how, how would you like to close out? Don't cut the difference.